Good morning, everybody. It is the Connect Church Podcast, episode number 82. We are glad you're here. we got a great conversation coming up for you with the American Idol top five finalist, Zachariah Smith, uh, a member of our church. He's going to talk to us later on in the show. We'll do our Sunday recap, our best and the worst, all the good stuff. Here we go. How's everybody doing? Good. Doing good. I think we should have an American Idol for preaching. Um, I think they have that in the Free Will Baptist Vertical 3. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. And I hate every second of it. <laughs> Why do you hate it? Because you don't grade judge preaching. It's just... Uh, you get grades in school, though, for uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they know that memory verse better than you do. Yeah, that's so. just yeah, yeah, that's just sort of like yeah, you're better, more like Jesus than me. So anyway, you sorry. know, I had a good time competing growing up. I did too. Um, I loved I, it. I never enjoyed the rules of it, but as far as like actually doing it, I mean, it was fun. There's nothing to, bad about memorizing scripture, right? Yeah, but it's just all about knowledge, though. And I hated it because I took we my groups, youth groups back in the day. We, we would take them, and then they always got shafted by some rule or some church that was more popular than the other one. And so our group walked out, and they were literally—I know this maybe says a lot about their pastor—but they were using language that was inappropriate. Like, dude, we got you know messed up, and and uh, and then there was one pastor who literally pitched a fit, went up on stage, and was arguing with the judges, and and yeah. I, that was the end for me. So. Mine was jaded by... Um, yeah, ours wasn't like that. So. One, one great uh, experience I had, uh, not competing, but on the other side of it, uh, our church in Georgia hosted mm-hmm. the state competition one year. It was and, big in Georgia back in the day. And there was a, a girl who was not a free will Baptist. She was very new to that church, and they, she was just a talented singer and musician. Yeah. And she was in high school, so they brought her up to compete, and she... I mean, by far was the best thing of the day. She did not win the competition. See, this is my other reason why I don't like she this. Wore jeans. Yes, see, this is my other reason right there. Right she there, she didn't know the like uh, there would be a crazy rule about the dress. I mean, she was dressed for church, but we, she was wearing jeans we, and not a skirt. We so had somebody lost. that sang a Michael W. Smith song, and so they poo pooed them because it wasn't a hymn. And so, see, that was another thing. So, the, and he had the best voice by far, but because he didn't sing a hymn, it was yeah. so. See, that was the kind of stuff that I just like. I'm out. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know how we got on this topic. Yes, I have no idea. I'm I'm for I started this, sorry. But, but yes, later coming up in the show, we will talk with Zachariah Smith about his experience in Hollywood and Hawaii and the audition process nice. and uh, what he's got uh, coming up for himself later. We are glad that him and Krista have uh, chosen to make Connect Church their home. We're very thankful for him, and uh, it's exciting. He did a great job this Sunday, uh, this past Sunday, singing it's uh, gonna with be Jacob. Gr- it's going to be a great interview, too, and uh, anytime, I, you know, I would stay with him and pray with him and, you know, text him and stuff through the whole process, and uh, anytime that they, and I was just saying, man, I know you're in culture shock going from Amory yeah. <laughs> to Hollywood to Hawaii, so uh, quite a good deal, so I think her... Krista's mom and dad was with him in Hawaii, though, I think. So, yeah, I think uh, so. so. Or yeah, one, so, so one they part. Had, they had some support there. So. so, yeah. So, Sunday recap. We had a great uh, service Sunday. Uh, it, was, it was a good day. It was different uh, on many reasons. Um, <laughs> I got to play the drums for the first time in over a decade, and that was <laughs> a lot of fun. 
So that was Tanner surprised us halfway through the service of coming out of the drum room and back on stage. And um, so we we uh, we were teasing him about being, you know, uh, I really wasn't even going to mention. I wasn't going to see if people even noticed or not. So, (laughs) but uh, it was a lot of fun. It was good. It was good. And then you got into uh, Luke chapter eighteen. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're making some progress through the Gospel of Luke, and we're already in chapter eighteen. So we've been this spring is is uh, got us going, and it was uh, it was. You know, we say that was a hard sermon. This was actually a fun sermon, and so I enjoyed it. Uh, we talked about praying first, and it was very, um, you know, nothing brand new here, but uh, we talked about our heavenly position in Christ. It just went, uh, Jesus, knew, Jesus knew what he was doing when he wrote the New Testament. Jesus knew what he's <laughs> he knew what he's doing. And uh, moving from the kingdom of God and into the practical measure of prayer was just uh, was a brilliant move. And Luke, uh, you know, of course, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, put it together. Excuse me, and we just talked about making prayer your first response, not your last resort. And so, um, so it, it just, uh, I think it fit together well with what Jesus is talking about the kingdom. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, how was all the kids and everything Sunday? It was good. Nobody died. That's so. always a plus. <laughs> That's always a plus. Yes, no, it was good. Just a normal <laughs> Sunday, you know, just yeah. hanging out with kids. That's right. Well, it was a good service. We had almost, I think it was within three, uh, which I love, is we had like 203 and 202 or something like that. And it was, uh, we had four or five, whatever it was, a little over 400, but we almost had the exact same number in first service and second service. So it was, it was a good balance. I was told by many people, I say many, like six, probably five or six, <laughs> that we if, we if we don't sing grad, that song called Gratitude like every other Sunday, then yeah. we're, just, we're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. that was good. That was good. Good song. All right, well, let's get into our best and the worst of the week. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Which was it? This is the worst. All right, who wants to start us off with their best of the week? Well, Taylor wasn't here last week, so she's got to go first. I'll start us off. Um, Yes, she was. Was she here here last week? week? I think so. Yeah, she was. I don't know. She was here. Anyways, um, my best of the week weekend was Becky and Terry, my... Um, in-laws always rent a big inflatable water slide for us um, oh. for the 4th of July but we had to do it early because they're going to be on vacation but so Who we had going a big, on vacation with? <laughs> I don't know these weird people I don't know why they go on vacation Pray with them for the wages is- <laughs> um, but anyways so they get like a big 20 foot water slide and had like two That's slides awesome. that curved and so we did that all weekend they grilled and so Saturday we ate and water slide and Sunday after church we ate and water slide so grandparents of the year yes so it's always a Always fun water slide weekend with the wages. Yeah, because it was two days. It was uh, mm-hmm. not just one day. We do, yeah. Piggybacking off of your best, my best of the week was Sunday after church. Uh, we were trying to find something to do. Just, you know, nap time was over. I said, I, mean, just... I should have told y'all to come. I didn't yeah, think about it. Yeah, you know, I'll get a, you next year. Next year. For yeah. those of us who don't have family any around, you know, sometimes we need some family time. We normally <laughs> invite the Lewises, but they were in Disney, so boo them. But uh, Anyway, so we. Uh, I told Ashley, I said, let's let's make a water slide off the hill in the backyard. Perfect we'll location it. for it. So we went to Home Depot, and I got me a big 100-foot, 6-millimeter uh, tarp mm-hmm. and uh, just rolled it down the hill, put some old tires on it and the hose on it. But we had a gay old time. It was yeah. great. It was awesome. So that Should have added, best. like, baby oil or something, make it go faster? We, we did some baby shampoo, but it, we really didn't need it yeah. because that hill was so steep. It's just It was easy. What so. kind of time did you have? A gay old time, okay. like the Flintstones. Yeah, okay, okay. We'll have a, a gay, gay old time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So, fun. anyways, that was that fun was our time. best. Good family time this weekend. That was our best. So, what's yours, Holly Terry? Um, mine was we. Me and Will had a really chill weekend. We didn't have anyone come over to our house, <laughs> um, which was good. Um, yeah, it was real chill. We just like went on walks and hung out. Didn't really do anything. It was good. There you go. We got to hang out with Parker uh, doing the grandparent thing. Drove to Nash or flew to Nashville on Contour. Uh, it was such a blend. Uh, was just freaking out about it, but I loved it. We flew up Saturday morning and flew back Sunday evening, and so we felt like special people for seventy bucks, and so I can't beat it in first class. Anyway, it was uh, it was awesome, and uh, got to hang out with Parker for the day and celebrate his birthday. And he is Tanner. He is a future Preds hockey player, dude. Hey, man. The guy had the stick, and he was he was. Killed it, man. So, yeah. hey, the Predators hired Pecorine to be a, a European coach and scout. It's really awesome. Tanner, I mean, uh, Adam and Caroline told me all about the new coaching team, and their Nashville's pretty buzzed about it. That's so, it. Yeah. it should be good. Uh, real quick, let me go back. I got one more best of the week that Taylor was supposed to remind me, and she forgot. Oh, I just, yeah, I forgot too. Okay, so over the weekend, <laughs> um, this random dog showed up at. Um, BJ and Neely's house, this like six, seven week old puppy, right? Yeah. And BJ doesn't do animals. Yeah. And that's fine. I'm totally with BJ. Okay. Same. So he put on Facebook the two pictures of this cute little puppy yeah. and it said free to good or bad home. Yeah. Don't care. Just yeah. need it gone. I saw that. You know, yeah. whatever. Well, that made its rounds on the Facebook circle and whoever the g- little girl was who lost her puppy. Oh. I mean, screenshotted it and blew him up. And yeah. He went viral. Yeah, he went Facebook no viral for a little kidding. bit. And <laughs> That's hilarious. This is like, okay, this puppy is like seven weeks old. There's no way, like, it just got lost and showed up here. Like, yeah. how did you not take care of your own dog? Exactly. No collar. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to get the cops involved. And, you know, we're coming for you. Oh, it's hilarious. That's just, terrible. You're such a pathetic person. Oh, I didn't see all that. Wow. He sent me a screenshot of a message that one of sent you know it says your uh, your your uh, little bio says christian dad husband you're a crappy christian i mean of course i'm not i'm not using all the expletives right so you know hilarious poor bj it was so funny i would have totally worded it just like my new favorite show just i I want them to keep posting about you that oh buddy man dog (laughs) sorry it was good it was hilarious wow i wish i could share more with you but yes. man, it was funny. It that's was funny. that's so that was really my best yeah. of the weekend, and then the slip and slide. So yeah, yeah. I don't really have a worse this week. I, I don't mean, either. Yeah, yeah mine was mine good. Was good. All right, that's fine. Well, let's get into our conversation with our dear brother Zachariah Smith. Y'all make welcome. Let me get my applause button here because that's how we do this. Y'all make welcome the real Zachariah Smith. Woohoo! We're here with Zachariah Smith. He is joining us here in the podcast lair today. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? So you were here last Sunday, and I was out of town, so I missed you. So this is my first time seeing you physically since yeah. uh, since you got back. Uh, I know we've talked and stuff on the phone or whatnot, but uh, man, glad you're back, dude. I'm so glad to be back. So, so is what's California? I've never been to California. Is you know you see like all the fun things on TV, but then like if you're like me and you watch the news, you see all the crap too. 
Listen, so what's gonna, California like? I'm going to be very honest. I was out there for two months. Yeah. I lived out there for two months, and I've seen it all. <laughs> and I don't want to have to go back if I don't have to. Hey, man, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. It's crazy out there from what they say on the news. But I, I'd like to go sometime, but I never have. So t- let's let's just get into your whole journey here. Because um, you went and auditioned back, what, November, December? It was a uh, long time ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Way before, obviously, any of us knew about it. Of course, yeah. Um, and then... Um, before it even hit the show on TV, you had already been to Hawaii. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So people who don't follow the show or didn't know what was going on, you know, Zach was here singing with us and he had already auditioned, gotten into idol filmed down in Hawaii. They'd filmed you down at bills and all this other stuff. And us over here, just like, Twilling our thumbs, had no idea what was going on. <laughs> well, I couldn't say anything as well, and I wanted to so badly. It was like, actually, the Sunday after I had auditioned in Nashville, I so badly wanted to look at you and be like, hey, guess who I saw this weekend? <laughs> and you should have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm We got sorry. that whole pastor confidentiality thing. See, we, we, get, we got that in our contract. That's how that works. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. so, so start from the beginning. What was the audition like as far as, like, compared to what we see on TV? Yeah to what it actually is if you're willing to share all that oh of course of course yeah i can share anything now so um well almost everything yeah (laughs) so uh you know the auditions were actually what i expected them to be yeah uh you know you walk in it's of course they've got like so many different levels you'll get on one set of elevators it'll give you off it'll like get you off on a floor and then you have to get like you know go around the corner and then go back up all the way to like another section and that's where the auditions are held okay so the public can't just easily get into the hotel where the judges, Ryan, you right. know, production team is. Um, but it was everything I expected it to be. They took us up to a holding room. They had posters of Adam Lambert, Carrie Underwood, Gabby Barrett. I mean, all of them. Fantasia, yeah. all of them. Yeah. All of them. And uh, and so we get up there, and, you know, they're, we're just kind of watching how they film everybody. And it's like, okay, that's, that's a really cool, you know. It's cool to see how they do all the behind the scenes and how they actually make the show work. Um, but I'm not going to lie. It was freezing. And one of the, ho- one of the holding rooms was outside. So that's, that's like the bad thing about it. Sometimes, sometimes and this was like November, rooms. right? Or yeah. December in Nashville. Yeah. In Nashville, yeah. And so it was, it was, uh, November because we went to Hollywood. Hollywood week was in December. That was okay. like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. They take like a whole month and make it a week. Wow. It's like awful. Awesome. But <laughs> yeah. So was there like a first audition? Yeah. Like you had to make your way to the judges. Is that yeah. how it goes? So, so the way they used to do it, they used to go and like travel from city to city. Right. And they do the open call American Idol auditions, you know, and they weren't doing that now. They did Idol Across America. You can just hop on a Zoom. You can audition. That's cool. Maybe have some backing tracks ready. They may want to hear something with music. If you play an instrument, they may want to hear your guitar, piano, whatever it is. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I just auditioned the first round. And the first time I did it, I didn't get through, and it was for this year. Uh And I had auditioned with Tennessee Whiskey, played my guitar, you know, sang some Chris Stapleton. I was like, yeah, Yeah. let me just sue them with this blues song. Yeah. They didn't want it. They didn't like it. Huh. She was like, yeah, it usually takes us about a week or so to get back with you. And I was like, dang it. I know they're going to say no. Yeah. I'm not doing that again. I auditioned back in 2018 when I was 15. So, you know, I, I definitely wanted it this year because right. I was working at the burger joint. Of course, everybody loves Bill's hamburgers, but yeah. it was just so tiring for me. I like, I knew there was more yeah. and I just, I had to chase it. Absolutely. It, was, it wasn't going to chase me. Exactly. That's what we, t- I told somebody the other day. It's like, if you want to do this, 
They're in the Southern Gospel world, much smaller. I said it. I don't even. It is small Southern Gospel. It ain't coming to you. You got to go get you it. You have. You have to go. That's get right. It. You have to. So taking the first step, I actually figured out a way this year. I cheated the system. Ooh. I was able to put another email, and I created another email. Okay, and I auditioned with that email, so it allowed me to have a second one. Nice. Usually they won't let you do it. Right. And they'll say like, "Come back next year." Right. So cheated my cheated my way through the system. And I was like, all right, I like rock and roll. I'm going to give them a rock and roll song. There you go. So I auditioned with Heartache Tonight by the Eagles. And the first thing that was out of the lady's mouth was, where have you been? Why have we not found you? I was like, well, I was here the other day, but y'all booted me out. Yeah. Did you tell her that for real? I did. Nice. I did. I was like, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I'm probably not supposed to say this, but. (laughs) Got you. (laughs) But I, yeah, I auditioned a second time. So. Yeah. Peekaboo. There it is. That's awesome. So then once you get that, she was like, you know, I can get fired for this. And I was like, what? She's like, I'm just going to send you through the next round. You're going. Just get ready. Yeah. I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. So now I got to well, get her ready. Well, her job is to get the best talent, right? Yeah. No matter how many times it goes through. Yeah. So so I auditioned with that. And then there's a second round of auditions. You have the executives. Uh-huh. The executives are the ones you have to impress always. And the funny thing is, even before the live shows, if you had, let's say they had you choose like three songs for the next live show. There's an exec run through, and you have to present your song to the American Idol executives every single time before going out and just saying, This is the song I want to do. You'll sit there and you'll perform it for everybody. Uh-huh. They're listening and they're like, Okay, we like this part about it. We don't know how we feel about this part. You know, they'll just kind of critique it and see how they feel. And, uh, you know, so the execs are always through the, throughout the entire show. Um, but I had that second round, and so she had asked me to get something on a backing track. And of course, all I had was a little speaker because I was like, I'm not. I don't, I don't usually. You use. couldn't have asked me for help either, because I'd have done it for you. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Originally, my wife Krista didn't want me to do it, uh-huh. so I took 15 minutes out of the lunch break, and I know I shouldn't have done it. I apologized. I've asked the Lord for forgiveness, but I I snuck out and I went and did the audition at home in my yeah. studio. So I was like on a time crunch. I was yeah. like, I've got it. Got to get this. it done. Because eventually, then I can just tell her that I'm going to see Lionel Richie and all of them, you know. Yeah. So, I went ahead and did that. I was having some troubles with, you know, the whole, my, my speaker. And she eventually looks at me. It was like five minutes this lady had waited for me. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I cannot get it to work. That kept, you know, transferring it over. It was Bluetooth and it was yeah. awful. So, she was like, just go ahead and sing. So, I sung another song and uh, sung um, Hurt So Good, John Mellicamp. Yep. She loved it. Yeah. And then you did that one on the show, right? I did. That yeah. was the one I auditioned with. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so I did that, and then uh, she told me I was going to sing for Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, and Lionel Richie. There it is. That's awesome. And yeah. so from there, from there, it goes, you get you know, you know, get your golden ticket and whatever, Yeah. and then you just come home, and you're just like chilling for a while. Is that right? Is that how it went? Y- yeah, so basically <laughs> you get your golden ticket. You're not supposed to tell anybody, only right. intermediate family, you know, and it's just like, okay, well, you know we're wanting to tell our friends. but Of course. Of course they made us sign their American Idol contract stating how we would not tell anybody. We would not share this information with any large public groups. Yeah. Including church and whatnot, so it's like (sighs) now I get to just (laughs) sit here and wait. Exactly, got to keep that in. I bet that was hard. It was so, dude. When I was sitting over here, it was so hard because everybody (laughs) was gathered around. I was like, man, I just saw Lionel Richie this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I want to tell him so bad. (laughs) And Katy Perry says hi, by the way. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Katy Perry said hi. She holy gamoli. 
Yeah, that is awesome. That's awesome. So then you went to Hawaii. Yeah. Did you go to Hawaii first? So no. So we went to uh, Hollywood in December. That's like three weeks. Okay. And they mash it all into like they make it look like it's one week. But dude, there's so many people. Like once you get to Hollywood, there's like 300 people. You know, different race, different, wow. different. You know. All it's, kinds it's, of people. They're just everywhere. All kinds of music. Yes. Everything. It's very culturized. Everywhere. Just yeah. different people. So it's not Amory. Everywhere. Of course not. <laughs> no, but I, I just got there and I was like, what the heck? I don't know anybody. In which, you know, Colin and I, we had, we had met up and, you know, we became friends mm-hmm. uh, filming at Bill's. But he already had his, like, country boys, you yeah. know, that he had made friends with in uh, New Orleans. Okay. Because I was late to the auditions. So, you know. I didn't really have time to meet anybody, so I'm just sitting there eating my breakfast, and I was like, yeah, I got 300 people to get through. Oh, wow. That's crazy. There's like so many different rounds, three different rounds of Hollywood Week. First, you have the solo audition, so it's basically your second audition uh-huh. for Hollywood. Then they have the duet round. We all know how that went. It was terrible for me. Yeah. I hated it, every moment of it. I told you about that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I wish Sorry, I dude. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Everybody saw through the struggle, at least. Yeah. But... And then you have the showstopper, and they give you a full band with that one. They give you a live audience, and they see how well you are. You know, the things they look for is, you know, how well do you work the audience? Mm-hmm. How well do you work the stage? How well do you direct the band doing all of it as well? So, uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of a lot of rounds in Hollywood. That's awesome. So, t- I'm, I'm a, because I'm a fanboy a little bit, too, tell me when you actually first met Ian. Oh my gosh, dude. Okay. You know how I feel about Ian. Oh, I know, I know. You love Ian. Yeah. I love Ian. I actually yeah. just talked to him a couple of days ago. Um he says yes, uh, by the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need to I get him everybody. here and he can lead a worship night or something. You Man, him lead a worship I, night. I for sure want to get Ian here at some point. That would be fantastic. I know that uh that uh, my, my in laws have invited him over to their house to, you know, read at, offered to, for him to come over to Hendersonville Free Will Baptist and yeah. do some stuff there. So a so large we're gonna, crowd over there, yeah. We're gonna try to we're gonna try to get some stuff done, but yeah. So the way I met Ian, Hollywood Week, it was before second round, right? Yeah. Everybody's just gathering around. I was released one day for lunch. I hadn't even met this kid. Didn't even see him the first time I got there. So we're just sitting there, and I just hear this kid singing, in you know, yeah. a Hawaiian song. I don't even know what it was. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it sounded so beautiful. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm walking over there and I was like, who is this kid? And they were like, oh, that's Ian Tongi. He just lost his dad. And, you know, they're giving me the whole spill. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there listening to him. And I looked at all my friends that was around me. I was like, he is going to win the show. Yeah. He is going to win the show. I know it 100%. I know I may get far, but I definitely ain't winning it. (laughs) Ian is for sure going to win this show. Yeah. And for, I mean, to me, and you can buck me if you want to, and that's fine. To me, his best performance was the audition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's where he won me over was the audition tape. Of course. You and know, that's, course that's, that's how a lot of other people felt as well. Um, you know, but his style of music, he's got his own thing going on. He didn't want to get in anybody else's lane. He knew that that was his yeah. lane that he could craft over the season and work it to the best of his abilities. And he did so, and it yeah. worked for him. Um, but, yeah, so I, I had went and introduced myself. I was like, hey, I'm Zachariah. How are you? You know, we just kind of, you know, started small talk. And yeah. he was telling me about his dad and whatnot. You know, I lost my dad at a young age. So I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I know how that can be, you know. So yeah. we kind of just clicked right there just like that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. We we became best friends, dude. I mean, if it, I mean, as soon as we went to Hawaii, 
I was with him the majority of the time when we went back to Los Angeles to do the live rounds. Ian and I were like this. He was on the same floor. He would go to my, come to my room all the time. Yeah. I go to his. We'd have just jam sessions. Yeah, we did a few lives while we were out there. I mean, yeah, those are cool. Gosh, I that's cool. Him. All right, enough about him. So tell me. It's all right. It's all right. No, that's a, I, I brought him up. That's okay. So tell me of all the performances that we saw on live TV, which was your favorite? You know what? Doing okay. I've I've got it down to about maybe two or three. The correct answer is through the fire before you left. Sorry, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Man, we actually had great hit. A great hit with that. And we did. People, it was loved, good. It. People loved it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But, you know, the funny thing is I actually tried to do Through the Fire on American Idol. Did you? And it was during Hollywood week. It was, I was going to do it for Showstopper. You know, I sang Don't Stop Me Now, uh-huh. my Queen, which actually ended up working for me in the long run because I ended up meeting Adam Lambert yeah. down the road. So I was like, hey, man, did you check out my video of me singing that? <laughs> yeah. We tell Roger that I said hello, you know, Roger and Brian May. Yeah. So um, That's cool. Yeah, so. Uh, so your favorite performance, which one was yours? Probably Hawaii. Yeah. Once I got to Hawaii, that was my first time coming back to a live audience. You know, I was wearing the, you know, off-brand MJ jacket and <laughs> kind of just went out there with my sparkly shoes. And, you know, I was like, I actually had gotten so tired before that performance. And I looked at Krista and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this tonight. I was like, I am literally so drained. It was so hot there. The sun just soaks up all your energy. They made us practice on the stage at least five times uh-huh. doing, you know, sound check, dress rehearsal, stage, you know, movement, a whole bunch of things. So I had already, like, fully, fully sang and danced across the stage five times, and I was like, I am you were so wore out. Yep. They were like, just one more time. Just do it. Just do it for this performance. Just yep. one more time. So I get out there, and they, had, you know, they gave me a liquid IV and whatnot, and I was like, oh, I'm still feeling so dead. <laughs> I got out there, and it's like once I put the in ears in and the music started, I was like, I don't know. Hey, I, was, I was completely. You're an fine. entertainer. You can turn it on when you need to. It literally just. It was just like that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, tell us your least favorite experience th- about the whole venture. Maybe not a performance by any means, but just what what were you ready to be done with on this journey? <sighs> Living in L.A. Living that's in a LA winner. That's hardest. a winner. I've got, where's my ding button? There it is. That's a winner. I can understand <laughs> that. Sure. Dude, listen, seriously, living in LA is so hard. Do they have sweet tea in LA? Yeah. They do. Is it yeah. any good? No. No, I, I wouldn't think so. It's, I mean, if you think fast food sweet tea is all right, <laughs> you know, they don't have any, you know, small delis like we do here, right. or, you know. So, and the food, that's another thing too. When you go grocery shopping, the targets there are not like the targets here. It's like very weird. We also had Trader Joe's that was there. I, don't I didn't like really, Trader Joe's. I don't care for Trader Joe's. My wife loves it. We walked in and we were like, "Where is the normal food? <laughs> Where is my Amory Walmart?" Yeah. Like you know, there was no Walmart. That's another thing. There's no Walmarts. Oh, that's there's sad. no Walmarts. Love me some Wally World. Walmarts and Dollar Generals is all I have ever known. Yeah, in my entire life, and there was not one. Yeah, and there's one every on every corner. Yeah, there was not one of each. Darn anywhere. Um, and another thing is like, you know, it's expensive for an Uber out there because people like to make their money. Oh, course, yeah. Which I don't blame them. I mean, that's great money. If you're yeah. living out in L.A., you need a side job. But we walked everywhere, especially on the boulevard, and it is the worst. The streets smell like pee. Uh, There's people asking you to take them to the danger zone. It's not a good place to be. It you want really to take a isn't. ride into the danger zone? Is that what it was? I actually <laughs> had a Sorry. guy. 
we were we were going to visit Michael Jackson's star one day because I was like, I've got to visit. His Absolutely, star. you know, I'm not to. convinced that he's dead. By the way, I'm not. <laughs> like people around of of our parents' age, they always thought that Elvis was still alive. You know, and it's I always thought they were crazy. Because I'm right here, Tanner. There, that's right here. I'm right. That's pretty here. good. I'm, ta- I'm talking to you right now. That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> but I am. I understand the older generation now because they they never thought Elvis was dead. I'm not. I'm not sold that Michael Jackson's dead. But anyways. You know, I wished I could feel that way, but I'm, you know, I'm crazy over him. I, I know it, and it's sad. I don't want to believe it, but, you know, reality smacks me in the face. I remember sometimes. I watched that entire funeral the day whenever it was oh, on TV. Did. And everybody I was did. waiting for him to pop out of that gold casket. I just was waiting for him to... No, man, I wished. So what's wished. next for Zach? What what and Zach and Krista, what are y'all up to now? What's going on? Yeah, so I mean, we uh we actually ended up selling the burger joint. Um I saw so that. Now it's yeah. under new ownership. Burger still tastes great. I went yeah. by the other day. Yeah. Got a burger, had to. Um but right now I'm currently writing new music. Uh I've got I've got songs that I want to release. However, I'm trying to work on an album. Yeah. Um cuz I think my first debut album would be really cool. Absolutely. And so I'm going to do it while I can. So right now we're just writing new music. Excuse me. <laughs> I had a muffin for breakfast and it's catching up to me now. Here it is. Um, <laughs> sorry. Well, we're about to go eat the whimsy, sorry. so you better We be are hungry. about to eat yeah. the Oh, I am very hungry for whimsy. It's catfish yeah. day. Anyways, yeah. anyways, uh, we're writing new music. We're getting ready to hit, hit the road this fall. We've got a lot of cool places coming up like New York, Dallas, uh, Kansas City, North Carolina, um, and going back to Indiana, of course. Yeah. So. Um, we'll actually be playing in Syracuse, Indiana. Luke Bryan just got done doing his, uh, one of his farm tour stops there. So he's actually on tour right now. We are actually trying to uh, – I reached out to Lionel's manager. We were trying to see if we could open up for him eventually because I know he's yeah. doing that tour with uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, so I reached out to his manager, Bruce. I was like, hey, man, if you got any openings, let me know. I will so come and do it. And he's yeah. like, yeah, we'll let you know, man. So – is it fair to say Lionel was your favorite judge of the three? Lionel was, oh my gosh. I feel yes. like I could say that dude with 100%. 100% hands down, Lionel is my favorite. Yeah. Lionel is my favorite because, and, and they don't get, to, you don't get to see this, but during Hollywood week when they had commercial breaks, I, they usually give you assigned seats. Mm-hmm. Well, when everybody would get up and use the restroom, I went over and got a seat over by the judges' panel. I was sitting right beside Lionel the entire time. So I was like, man, this is so cool. I get to come to work and get to work with Lionel. Yeah. You know, sitting yeah. by him. I feel like one of the judges myself, you know. <laughs> so it was really cool to actually sit there and talk to him, you know, throughout those commercial breaks. And I actually, that's the way my mom actually first met him. I was actually on the phone and I was like, hey, Lionel, you want to say hi to somebody? He was like, sure. So I get on there and my mom was like, oh my gosh, Lionel Richie. <laughs> you know, so, and it was like deadbeat at night too. She was in bed. She was like, oh my gosh, my makeup's not, you know. Oh, it's hilarious. Going on like ladies do. But yeah. it's just one of the cool things about idols that, that you don't get to see. And I even, you know, I brought it up to the executives. I was like, you guys have for sure got to come out with behind the scenes. Yeah. Because the behind the scenes is way more juicier than the actual stuff you show. And that's what people want. Uh, people like me. Yeah. I want to see that stuff. Well, everybody did back in the day, the old idol. Okay. Patrick Lynn, one of the best producers that's on American Idol. Okay. All the people that we used to make fun of or at least laugh at with Simon, he found. Wow. Okay. He found them and he would tell me, a story about each and every single one of them, how they'd come into the old theaters, the way they used to run old idol. He was telling me everything. The behind the scenes, I mean, there there could be like a whole podcast about it. Yeah. And I definitely think that he should do it at some point. Cause the stories that that man has, yeah. 
absolutely interesting insane. for sure and funny. Yes. So you're working on a new music, new songs, and hopefully getting your own tour going as far yes. as uh, yes. whether it be opening for people or doing your own shows. Mostly headlining. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, we, we can't wait to see what God's going to do through you. And, um, you know, if you want me to, I'll make some calls and try to get you on the Gaither lineup. <laughs> you know, I, I have a little bit of connection there. Yeah. Uh, not that you need my help for sure, but hey, a kid from Indiana, <laughs> hey, that's, anything that's, helps. that's like a sweet honey to Bill Gaither, you know? Well, and not only that, I, my first CD that I ever recorded was at Gaither Studios. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You told yeah. me that. I forgot about yeah, that. So yeah. So I've, I'm still waiting to meet Bill Gaither. Yeah. To be like, hey, this was me at like eight years old in your studios. That's I tried awesome. to meet you, but apparently you were in a business meeting. So that's cool. That's cool, man. Have we you, are ha- glad that you're back. Go ahead. I was going to ask you actually, really quickly, while we're on the Gaither subject, yeah. have you ever been to Gaither Studios? In oh yeah, you have Absolutely. been. Okay, so you've tried Gloria Gaither's. Uh, what is it? Angel food cake. Uh, probably it's been years since I was there. We, I've been there two or three times, mostly around Christmas time. So probably yes. I was, what I remember is getting the hot chocolate at the yeah. little diner restaurant yep. thing in the studios or whatever, which I was going to say their, their little diner thing that they have in the studio is absolutely insane. Oh yeah. It's cool. Like, they've got some good, especially food. for a fanboy like me. They've got a mad BLT man. <laughs> they have got a nasty How close BLT. is Anderson is. from Wabash? <laughs> Um, gosh, maybe, uh, maybe about an hour, maybe 45 minutes yeah, south, an right. hour, hour and a half. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm glad to see that you get to go home and do, uh, do shows in your hometown. That's gotta be really cool. Oh yeah, man. We went, low, we went people. back to Wabash yeah. and we had the Honeywell center, big groups like, you know, Aria Speedwagon, mm-hmm. Foreigner, um, you know, Chris Daughtry. Yeah. All of them come by all the time. And so, you know, to get that venue was like wow, wow we are making it <laughs> we went and within hours of them announcing we almost sold out wow and that was like 1800 of a crowd so now we're actually going back and doing the wabash county fair yeah and uh they that's told cool. me that those were selling pretty pretty absolutely quickly too. so yeah absolutely that's awesome well we're glad you're here for the next couple of weeks if nothing else and uh, get to hang out with you they're going to use you of course on stage and we every chance we get for sure um so real quick i know you're here sunday and you got to talk about the tornado hitting the house in amory and everything yeah um for those because and we were kind of down i wasn't even here sunday we were kind of down so uh get you know tell us about that real quick and then we'll wrap it up um that's all good yeah i'm sure everybody wants to hear about it so yeah that's Um, great i mean it's it impacted so many people yeah so the scary thing is the night that the tornado happened nobody knew that it was coming yeah because it hadn't formed yet, you know, we just knew we had some bad weather coming. Yeah. So we were all prepared, you know, I went outside and put everything up, and, you know, got everything cleaned up to where, you know, nothing would make too big of a mess if stuff had to fly around, whatever. So we're just sitting there, we're sitting there, we're watching a movie, and all of a sudden the wind just gets really bad. And we just start hearing thunder like crazy, and I was like, what the heck is going on? It sounds like bombs are going on. Did you have tornadoes in Indiana? Ever? No. No, yeah. I've never experienced a tornado. <laughs> so for it being my first time and for it being like one of the biggest tornadoes yeah. you could possibly have was not a good experience. <laughs> Zero out of 10 is what yeah. I rate. Yeah. And I made sure to tell the Lord too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm amen. Yeah. I'm kidding. No, it's funny. But no, so we were sitting there watching a the movie. Windows start shaking. Our house just starts shaking. And I was like, okay, we should probably get into the bathroom. I get pillows. Kristen and I are sitting in our bathroom. We got pillows over our heads. We got blankets around us, you know, just in case if anything falls. We yeah. got pillows to help us. 
like the pillows are going to do anything with, you know, yeah. heavy pound bricks. All right. But we're sitting there and all of a sudden the lights just go out and we hear the sirens just going off like crazy and all you can hear outside, I mean, it was quiet because nobody's, you know, nobody's driving, of course. All right. The wind just starts going. You can just hear nature at yeah. its best. So we're sitting there and we're, we've got, you know, the, the WTVA, we got it on our, on our phone. We're sitting there watching. He's like, all right, Amory, get prepared. This thing is getting ready to smack y'all. Yeah. And I was, I'm telling you, I, I don't think I've ever had a closer near death experience than that because I thought that I was for sure going. Yeah. I thought that my house was going to be sucked up, that we were just going to be gone. And Crazy. so the reason I think that is because the news, the news guy is like, all right, y'all, Get prepared. We are so sorry this is happening to you. It's on the waterway. The waterway is like five minutes from my house. Yeah. I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to die. Seriously. So I'm just sitting there, and you can ask Krista sometime. I was screaming my head off. I was so scared. It's like, get me out of here. We got to We gotta leave. We got to go. I got I to gotta get out of here. I remember texting you that night, checking in on you. Oh, my you. gosh. Because I don't know very many people in Amy, but you were one of the ones I knew. And I was like, are you okay? And I could, I showed Ashley. I said, I can see the terror in his text. You know? Dude, oh, my gosh. It was awful. Heart was racing. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't even know what... <laughs> I don't even know what my vitals were at because I was like almost gone. Yeah. I just like, I think I passed out for maybe a minute, mini second because I was just like over it. Yeah. So then he was like, all right, y'all, let's get ready to come towards the boulevard. My house is on the boulevard. And I was like, Lord, I cannot die yet. <laughs> I said, we, have, we haven't even done the live shows yet. <laughs> I haven't even done the live. No, yeah. I'm kidding. I, I seriously, I just didn't know what to think. All I could do was pray, yeah. pray, 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 pray. And I just remember start. I started saying to myself, my God is bigger than any tornado, than any wind, than any storm that could ever come. And even in my life, yeah, even in my lifetime, we get a lot of those that come through. And it's like there's no way out. And so for me, I just, I thought, you know, the house starts shaking even more, and I thought for sure we were going to be pulled up. And I just remember just saying, like, God, please redirect this tornado. Get it away from my house as far away as you can. And it was only within a matter of a minute that the that the news guy was like, "All right, y'all, it's actually changing directions. It's actually making a curve." And I was like, "That's you, God. Yeah, that is God, because it was coming straight towards my house. Yeah, that is God." So we get out after the tornado had left Amory, it had gone to Smithville, and then it passed on. We don't know where it went. And uh, I just remember getting out, and all of Amory was like, you know, it looked like a zombie scene out of a right. movie, you know, look like World War Z. If you've ever seen it, it just yeah. looked like that. Like, you know, everything was just a disaster. Every road was blocked. Trees were blocking every, every road. There's power lines down. Power lines were exploding. Not a good, not a good situation. On top of that, my kids live in Meadowbrook circle with their dad. Uh -huh. And so they were over there. There was three gas, gas leaks that was in that area. I remember that. And there was electric poles that was just exploding. And Krista was like, we have to go get our kids. And I was like, huh? How? <laughs> How? There's trees right there. We cannot go through there. There was power lines down in the grass. There was water. There was literally puddles. So I was like, if we step on one thing, we're done. Yeah. We're dead. These power lines will kill us. And she was like, oh, I don't care. We are going to get our kids. So you can imagine how a husband and wife scenario, you know, that just didn't end well. Right. 
But, you know, we, we did it for our kids. We were just, you know, we were mostly just so frightened. And it was just such a scary thing. But, you know, God was with us the entire time. We were able to get our kids safely. And, you know, it took a little bit of a walk to get us to get us back to where we had actually parked our car because we had to park and walk a long ways because yeah. trees were just blocking everything. But, um, but you know, everybody came together in Amory and, you know, helped helped everybody and uh it was a good thing yeah. to see they've they've come a long way in a short amount of time down there for sure yeah they still got a long way to go yep still got a long way to go i mean we've lost our piggly wiggly we lost one of our dollar generals you know uh smoking bro now they'll the put another one up real quick yeah. they will they will yeah it's just you know it's just so sad to see yeah but yeah yeah well zach man i thank you for coming down and being on the podcast and we'll get it out and share it and it's just glad to have you back man absolutely man I, I was telling krista this past sunday we were coming back i was like i'm so thankful we're able to come back to our church yeah. so you'll be here for a couple weeks yep. just chilling you know yep. living life and then then you'll get back into the into the scene of it yeah well we're actually so they won't announce who their surprise guest is however i am one of them so is kid rock okay um, but we're actually leaving next month. Forner called, and they want me to come do a show with them. Nice. Um, Phil Carson, their manager, he is the guy that signed ACDC and the guy that worked with Led Zeppelin. He called and was like, man, we love what you did on Idol. Please come do a show with us. The guys are begging for you to come. Yeah. So we're actually going to uh, Nashville next month, and Kid Rock will be joining us. That's so, awesome. So, yeah, so man. So doing one show or doing a tour? Doing one show. This uh, is it'll their, turn this, into a this, tour. This is their final tour that okay. they're doing, or what they say. I mean, the yeah. Eagles have been saying that for years. I was going to say, that's what they all road. do, yeah. But, you know, yeah, that's so awesome, we, we got that going on, and, uh, yeah, a lot of fun, exciting things, man. Awesome. Awesome. We'll we'll let you get out of here with this. I'm ready to go eat some whimsy, aren't you? Let's go. All right. Thanks, Zach, for being on the podcast. That was our conversation with Zachariah Smith, and uh, we hope that, that you will good. tune into his. If you don't have his new single on your um, iPhone, or your iPad, or your listening devices, you can find it on all the platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, everything. It's called American Grace. I have told him that he needs to get American Grace to multitracks.com so we can uh, do that song here uh, at our church, uh, maybe on a worship night or something like that, have the band play it uh, with him. That would be awesome. But, yeah, uh, fun times with Zach. We're so proud of him. We're so glad that, again, like I said, we're glad that they call Connect Church home. All right, anybody else got anything before we get out of here? Anything on your hearts and minds all clear? Clear. Clear. Ready for vacation. Where are you going on vacation? Let's tell the world. <laughs> We're going to have a party at the preacher's house while yes, he's gone. Yes, yes, yes. On a jet plane. Don't know when I'll be back again. Somebody <laughs> wants to know how to get home of you. Where's Brother Pastor? Where are you going? Uh, we are going on a boat. On a boat. All right. Well, I hope you take two of each kind of animal with you. Yes, yes. All right. That is our podcast today. Y'all have a great time, and uh, we will see y'all next uh, podcast week. No, because we're off because we're uh, 4th of July. So no podcast next week. Uh, we'll catch you in two weeks. Y'all have a good week. Bye. Happy 4th of July. Bye.